It is the Chicago First podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Haima Black, backstage at Parade to the Polls. It is the day before the election here. Uh, There's an incredible event happening here with a ton of talent from Chicago, all performing at Petrillo Music Shell. And I'm here with Aaron Allen Kane. How are you? Well, how are you? I'm very well, man. I... <laughs> I don't know if you know this. We have been talking about getting you on the podcast for a minute. We had Robbie on a panel about a year and a half ago, and this conversation is kind of like woven in and out, but you've had a lot going on, man. So thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you for doing this. This is cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So let's kind of talk about a little bit of what you've had going on, because it's been a really big year for you, it looks like. Does it feel that way? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think more people found out about you this year than before right yeah because i i kind of like quit music for a long time and i decided to pursue it and we made this project and i kind of didn't anticipate things to go this way but i guess they did so we 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 kind of just made the music to make it and then we're just it was kind of like we wanted to do it to give everyone a taste of what we had and then it kind of just developed into something where it was like okay they want the taste, but they want the performance, and they want you to perform here, here, here. So then we ended up going on, on tour. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second, where you left and came back to music. Like, what, what brought you back? And, like, what, I guess what made you walk away initially, and then what brought you back? Um, I walked away from a bad development deal in Detroit, Michigan, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just awful, and I breached contract. So I was contractually obligated to them and I wasn't able to record for 18 months after I breached contract. So that kind of was very discouraging for someone who's young and just in college and music is like their life. So I gave it up and I acted. I was actually in a theater performance major at Columbia College Chicago. And I was there and I didn't decide until like my junior year that everything was becoming mundane. I was like smoking too much weed and just kicking it all the time and like going to acting auditions. And I was like, but music makes me so happy. So I asked my dad who lived in Australia at the time, I asked him if I could come and live with him for the summer. So semester ended and I dipped to Australia for like three and a half months. Wow. And I had complete solitude. My father traveled a lot for business. So he was in New Zealand or Adelaide and we lived, he lived, uh, he was located in the CBD um, Central Business District of Sydney. And then he moved to Elizabeth Bay. And so when I came out there, he was in Elizabeth Bay and it was just like a nice little community. And he traveled and I was all alone all the time for like three and a half months. And it just... I don't know, that solitude just got me really uh, into who I was, and I just started singing again because that's just who I am. I was like, it's meant to be that way. So, yeah, I I did that, and then I came back, and I was like, I had to make some music. I don't know nobody here in terms of music, but I'm going to make music. And my teacher just so happened to be my, it was a professor that I had for my last year of college. I took an elective called Music Business, and he was partners with Robbie at the time, my manager. And so I sent him some of my music, and I was like, I need to record these songs I made in Australia a cappella. And he was like, okay, maybe. And then he hit Robbie up, and Robbie heard it, and he was like, if you can get her to come in today, I'll cancel out all the other studio sessions. Just have her come. We're going to get her. We're going to do this. And then that developed into us, him being my manager, and then to me making a project. And this has only happened over the last three, four years. Yeah, and it's wild. You talk about, like, Robbie's reaction. We had him on a panel, like I said, about a year, year and a half ago, and he told that exact story. I remember that. Like, 
like you canceled everything. I think you guys were like listening to it in the car or something like that. But yeah, we'll let him tell it real quick. Oh, okay. Hi. Uh, no, I was just on the way to the studio with uh, my then business partner, and we it was just one of those days where we were just upset because, you know, this this music business can be tough, and people owed us money, and neither of us were talking at all in the car. We were just pissed off, and uh, all of a sudden he breaks a silence and says, "You know, did you listen to any of the music that I sent you from my students?" I said. You didn't send me anything, you know, because he didn't. Just angry. And uh, he's like, yeah, I did. I was like, just play it over your phone. So he played it. And um, he played it. And I heard there was like a rapper at first, and they were not good. And then all of a sudden, this voice comes on. And it's it's this little girl's voice in a just through a computer laptop speaker. And I just freaked out. I was like, listen, if you I don't know who that is. But if you can get her in right now, I'll cancel all the sessions for the day and pay out of my pocket like I didn't know anything about her and she came and I actually filmed the whole first like interaction between all of which us which is creepy super creepy but it's gonna be <laughs> worse something someday the first time you pulled out the video of me singing and I had no idea I'm doing all these horn parts because the way I produce music is that I just so I make horn sections all vocally I lay out the 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 drums but I do like a tentative kind of drum and I'll bang on certain instruments to make a hollow sound or whatever and I'll just layer 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 and so there was parts of the song that weren't in there that I heard in my mind so I'm playing it and I'm like yeah and then when the when this comes the the horns and it's my voice like and I'm like and I go when this part comes and I'm like you know talking this way to them and it's embarrassing and the first time he decided to play me that video of me being like like to all these people is in in a fucking label meeting with like the with labels and I was just like I didn't know you taped this he was like gotcha and I was like okay but it paid I mean it's interesting to look at and that's just exactly how I work now yeah it works for us I mean so far now, something that I think that's very apparent is that obviously, like you've really connected in Chicago, especially you've really connected with like the artists here, the culture here, the community here. Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the musical climate in Chicago? Like, as you've become a part of it, hmm, it's it's spicy. There's a lot. Of, <laughs> I don't the know. That's the answer. Right word. No, I think it works. <clears throat> it's just a lot going on. Yeah. And you know, you're just like when you like get a spice, and you're just like. It's too hot and you're trying to cool it down and you try to drink some water and it's just like this frantic, like anxious moment. That's what I feel like. It's just like all these different people and you're like, ooh, it's hot. Ooh, shoot. Ooh, ooh, I need some water. I need a break. You know, it's like it's it's interesting because you don't expect it to happen in the Midwest. Like I'm from Detroit and I our musical legacy is crazy. We got Motown, that's us. But for so long there, there was never any like local musicians. So, like Eminem and ICP. Yeah, was it was yeah. people who were so far out. Yeah. I mean, there was one girl, Tierra Marie, who was the first girl signed to Rockefeller, who I actually was friends with because we went to performing arts school together. But besides her, it was like, it was so unattainable, you know. You had maybe Aaliyah. She went to my school, actually. My high school, but that was it. And so coming here, and I didn't necessarily delve into the music world out of the gate, so it was much, it was a lot of acting, but coming into that and then everybody just getting hot at one time and everybody just like doing their best creative work all at the same time, it was a lot to handle. It's it's beautiful though, I loved it. It was like 
very exciting. That's how I like my food. I like it spicy. So. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and it's very trial by fire. Like, I feel like once it started, like, everything is just going. There yeah. probably wasn't a lot of time to be like, well, let me ease into this. No, 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 no. It was like, Aaron, can you come to the studio? We want you to help arrange these vocals. And I'd be like, cool, let's go. And even earlier, I did, when I wasn't singing on my own or trying to make my own music, I was technically writing for other artists mm-hmm. and trying to, and I knew Chris Classic, actually, mm-hmm. um, before them because of that. I would, like, write for, I would, like, just be in the studio with just various artists. And, yeah, it was just, but I never had the goal or, you know, the balls to just, like, get up and go do my own thing. But once I did, it was like, man, everybody's doing their own thing. This is, like, the norm here. Everybody just had to drive because people were just feeding off feeding off each other's energy and I think that's why there is such a huge movement right now it's just we all were like oh you doing that oh shoot I gotta do this oh you doing that oh I gotta do this can you come do this for me can I come do that for you and it just ended up working for all of us yeah and it's very inspiring and very collaborative now you were on tour this year with uh Gallant right was that your first national tour yes how was that like what were the highlights what was the experience like being out on the road like that it was great. Technically, we had like another tour before that, and I believe it was how many dates? Probably like six, or six dates. Okay. So it was like a smaller thing, and we couldn't do the rest of it because it was like we don't know how this is gonna work. Aaron's never performed before before February nineteenth, which was my show. So there, we, we tested it out, and then we realized, okay, we can do this. So we went on this tour, and I think the most exciting part for everyone was just getting up there in certain states, not having a single person that really knows me, maybe a couple people, two, three people in the crowd. And then by the end of the show, having everyone in the building being like engaged in what I was doing. And I think that speaks volumes to what I've always done as an artist in acting and in singing both, is to perform. And that's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. And so this tour was crazy. It was great because I finally, at 26 years old, got to actually perform for the very first time all of my own music. And it just, I don't know, it meant a lot. And we're ready for the next thing, that's for sure. (laughs) Well, yeah, and and I know that we're coming up on 2017 now. And, like, you know, what's on deck for you now? Because you've released the two aviary releases. Like, what's 2017 looking like for you? So we have to finish out. We have a few more performances. We're doing some stuff at Summit at the Sea and a performance in Mexico and in L.A. (laughs) And, um... And then we finally do our two shows, and then we're done. So that'll be the time when we can really delve into the new project. We've already started on it, but I think the only way for me, at least, to write and really be engaged and have the listener feel what I'm um, actually singing is for me to be in complete solitude and to have that feeling just with myself and so I need that and I can't have it yet so after we're done we're gonna just go away and escape and we're gonna dive into this new project we've already started on it and it sounds pretty cool so I'm excited to share it with everybody well that's amazing man uh Aaron Allen Kane like doing really really like incredible work the music's fantastic you've blown up so much over the last year year and a half and again like this is something i was really aiming to do for a long time i was like the music is so good that i was like man we got to get aaron (laughs) allen kane on this podcast we interview all the chicago 
you know, artist industry, everyone in the city. You've been on the list. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I'd love to continue this conversation as the new music comes out. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Awesome. <laughs> You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.